And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Yeah. Chill and keep my hand around a hundred dollar bill. I don't want to ill, boy. I just want to chill and keep my hand around really check it out. Listen to that. Large professor, I just want to chill. Large professor, also known as William Paul Mitchell, better known by the stage name Large Professor. Remember Main Source? He was part of Main Source. And I've been listening to a lot of these. I guess they could be considered deep cuts of 90s hip-hop. Good good driving music. Good GTA-style, uh, unglossed GTA music with the little uh, Spotify button. You find a great old song, and then you, you know, UMCs, and then you hit UMC, this little radio thing. It's on CarPlay now. It's the lower right-hand side, and it starts playing songs like it and then you get connected to large professor you're a hard man driving down san vicente you're listening to lard ass professor (laughs) and johnny lieberman gentlemen wow we're finally back together yes in a three fur it's been weeks after uh weeks of two furs and uh we're excited to do a show for you we are good um Got to start off by saying, uh, dodged a, a major bullet uh, in our bet. Mm. Not to get, <laughs> Maybe you haven't. Not to, you could D- be don't right. Don't speak too soon. It's Friday, tomorrow's Friday the 13th, you fool. I'm ready for it. But uh, I did a show recently. I'm not going to say with who, but I did a show. Right. Uh, was on a show. <laughs> what? I didn't say anything. I, I, think, I think the person to the show with has announced it on, uh, I think it's public. But. It is? I mean, let me double check, but yeah, I'm okay, not well, sure. I know, I know, Farrah. I'm bound by HIPAA. Farrah. <laughs> you're not a doctor. <laughs> yeah, doctor, doctor, Fagaline. Cough in my balls. Oh, all <laughs> right, my, come on. More, more. We're I just starting I off. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, last week's show. So, an hour and eight minutes in his studio. In his studio, no air, just he and I. Directly across from him, and then he calls me uh, two days ago and said, uh, "Yeah, we get, we had it. I didn't know. I'm very sorry. He was very upset. I had to calm him down. I said it's going to be okay, but here I am now, six days later. Nothing. It's as if he was designed for the maximum aerosol spray. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking he, at. He, I'm looking his, at his, his the size of his mouth, the volume of his words. He has. He he hasn't announced it." But I was there, and it yeah. happened to me. Well, as we're well. sorry. I'm yeah. making. I'm teasing. Yeah, we don't but want to. Oh, 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 I don't at, want him to be sick. I'm looking at. They're doing a. They're but doing I do a, have a thousand dollar. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. They're doing a show, and obviously they're not in the same room. And then everyone in the comments is like, who I assume listen to the show is like, wishing you all the best for a quick and full recovery. Ah, damn. There you go. So and so got it. Okay. Get well soon. So the lids. Off. Okay. Get well so, soon, Matt. Okay. Let's oh. just let's just back up. <laughs> So I guess uh, uh, Hannah got it. They were at about six or seven concerts. 
I just assumed uh, Matt was safe, and he assumed he was safe, but he he had it, and he a, as we we do a show, everything's fine. You know, we have a great show. I really liked hanging out with Matt and doing the show, and I was happy I went over there. As we're leaving, we were looking at the loose head in the parking lot, and he waves goodbye, and I saw the red raccoon eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not lying. And I looked at him, the red glassy eyes, and I squinted, and I'm like, oh, I didn't notice those in the studio, but I'd seen them once before with that doctor. And then sure enough, red raccoon eyes, the first sign that he was getting it, and he had it. And, you know, uh, the folks, uh, you know, obviously where I'm working, we're, we're, we're have a high degree of protection going on. So I'm only trying to do shows with the five, four core guys that were these two first shows. They were not happy to hear that, that this uh, stupid podcast potentially put them in jeopardy, but been testing every day and I'm fine. A multi-million dollar so feature is hanging maybe, on a thread but suspended it, from Matt Farah's mucus. But maybe you are immune. Because well, it seems to be there are people that are immune. Stupid. See, again, this is a this is about the bad. I'm not going to go that far because I think it's a harebrained theory. However, yeah. thanks to you, Johnny, that story yes. you told. Remember, all the folks in the house oh, yeah. got it except the two people who had just got boosted. Well, they got it, but they had nothing. They had they, no. They reaction. had like a headache for an hour. I was I was laid up for ten days. Well, that's why I got a booster three weeks you got ago. The booster. My second booster. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Good, good. So, who knows? Who knows? And you're right. It's uh, six days now. Who knows, Zuckerman? Maybe uh, in six more days I'll have it, and maybe yeah. I'm speaking too soon. But I got to tell you, I feel great. Okay. And I'll <laughs> feel great when I get $1,000. <laughs> I don't know that you're going to get I it. I get a dollar. Now, yeah. uh, the gene theory is, my gene theory has been half because my mom got it. So my mom has it now. So she's Ooh. one half of the person that made me. So if I were protected by some sort of special COVID killing gene, it would have been my dad's fats. And I can't imagine he had anything good going on in him. And his genetic, <laughs> his genetic cesspool. <laughs> and my mom listens to the podcast now. So we're just joking. Hi, mom. mom. We're only joking. But my mom got over it quite quick as well. She, you know, she was two or three days and she's in a, she's in a, a much older woman at this point And she yeah. blew through it, hopefully, knock on wood, that she's. I, uh, okay it just it hits everybody different like that batch of people we all got it everybody had totally random symptoms but i'm just I mean? talking about the bet <laughs> this is yeah, only yeah, about yeah, the yeah, bet yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a deadly disease and we Great don't want bet. anybody to get it and we, it's we need, scary we need more but... life-threatening bets <laughs> i That's... think it's gallows humor at this oh, point definitely. right oh, yeah, yeah. No, it does feel serious. like when it, when i was chatting with matt about it uh, you know, he was saying what I was thinking, which was there's it just seems like right now, these last few weeks, it's bigger than it's ever been. I've never, I have so not heard so many people. Are, I mean, they're just going down all over the place. Well, and, and, you know, I was just in Miami and like all I didn't do this, but the people that are going out to clubs that were right. you know, came to, you know, for the F1 race, they all got it now. Everyone, did, every, yeah. you know, that was like a, it wasn't the race, but it was the clubbing at the race. Yeah, that no, like I know. I watched spreader. all the social media. I was looking yeah, it was at it insane. going, every, everybody is mugging for the camera and hugging each other. It's going to be a not, huge. Not, not a mass, not a thought about We're anything. over it. We declared well, talk victory and we've moved on because there's dead. Ukraine, there's inflation, <laughs> there's so many other things. There's Roe versus Wade. We can't. We, well, this is getting a little more philosophical than I wanted to, but I, but I'll indulge it for a few minutes. 
it does it is this just old manism or does it feel like the the threads or the fibers of society are just falling apart at this both. point <laughs> both but, uh, I, I know we're old guys talking about it and 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 traditionally it's an old man tradition to go this world is falling apart <laughs> but it does kind of feel that way right now and it is it is certainly not a shining moment in the history of man or the history of our country or the history of what's going on in the past, say, 40 years. This is a bad. But you could look back in history and see the great pandemic of uh, 1918 and Spanish but, fever. But we've and, been spoiled for a long time. We've had it really good. I feel spoiled for, right now for a while. And so we haven't taken any punches to the face in the past. Kobe years. dying was a punch to the face. And we, uh, I'm not okay. even a Kobe fan, but that was kind of a, uh, the beginning is, of just that's Lindbergh's baby, big deal. But we, I mean, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not affecting. <laughs> Wait, what? It's, it's that's just, it's that's a sensational thing. But that right. was a ladder and a guy stealing a kid. Yes, and it affected. What does Kobe it, have to do with Lindbergh's baby? I mean, you're, you're, you're attaching, you're, you're, you're latching onto the grief. I think is what Paul's trying to say. Lindbergh's no, baby. I was shocked. Okay, no, shock, shock to yeah, Lindbergh's baby, but it doesn't affect. It's there. It's not a war between a superpower or supposed superpower in a neighboring country. It's not inflation that's eating up the average person's salary. It's not you know all. But of doesn't the, it feel like the basic fibers of yes, society? Yes, that's what I'm getting. Justice. Kobe's not the basic fiber of society. Yes, he the, was. He was the light. Okay, but <laughs> I, I I would just say I would and just say helicopter this. travel all wrapped in one. But I would I would just say like a million people today they announced a million people in the U S have died of COVID yeah, and yeah. nobody cares. Nobody. I no. care. I, I do care. I care. But. I care. It was, we're just we've structured our society it's in such shocking. a way it's that, a shocking stat but like i was again i was at this this f1 race and like it, like that fact that stat was on no one's mind you right, know what i mean like right. and it was you know if you read the paper it's like we're gonna hit well i think that's you know. because these days and i i mean recently the last few months we don't think about dying we know we know people who get it like my mom and then get better in three days it's a different situation the numbers are much lower there's a segment of people that want to believe that any mortality relates to other health issues for which that person's responsible for, like being overweight, diabetes, asthma. Um, but but, tr but there's another segment like us, maybe, who have been vaccinated, um, who are scared of it. But I think we're sick of living with masks. You want to go Yeah, back? I really love the mask, I got to tell you. You, you know what I really up? love it is when I go into the restroom and I don't have to smell what's around. Yeah, no, that's I also love, like I've said, saying things under the mask to people as I walk by them and they don't know where it comes from. I enjoy that. <laughs> I enjoy hiding my double chin behind the mask. I really, I really like that. I like you can anonymity. Just grow a beard, you know, beard huh? will take care of the double chin. I like anonymity. I walking around. You know, no, it just no one's going to know. So I don't really have to. I had a funny moment at the cigar I told shop. You, wear, a, wear a burka. I uh, we had to go get some more cigars. And uh, I was really in an old man state. I had dirty sweatpants on, slippers, <laughs> a dirty food stain <laughs> shirt, and a cap. And I wanted to race to the cigar store. And I looked <laughs> at myself in the mirror and I said, don't do this to yourself, Spike. Don't go out like this. And then I said, don't be insecure. Nobody knows who you. Nobody you cares. Take skid pads. Just go out. Just go out and but live you your put life. The mask on. No, no mask. Oh. And I walked into the cigar store and he goes, "Hey, Spike." <laughs> the guy right away. Yeah. I love your talking watches. And I went, "Ow, oh, ah, yeah. thank you." 
as I looked at myself, a shambling homeless man. <laughs> you just reminded me. You just reminded me. I got. I got. I got to tell you guys a story. You're gonna love the story. You do? Do you really? I do got, you I got to? it. When I he got when, it. That, sure. when he says that line, I got to tell got you a story. It. it involves the show. It's a show. story. Is it a watch story? Because I was going to read a Bob's story. watches. Story. It's not a watch story. Can I do my watch sponsor first? It, you're gonna love this one. All right, go ahead. Okay, give it to me. I went to an event. It was on the roof of an art gallery in Miami. Yep. And this guy, I, I shake this guy's hand. He goes, hey, you know, he goes, you look like a, a thinner, younger Johnny Lieberman. Oh, my God. And I well, was like, news. I was like, that's funny. And then I, and I said that, he goes, you sound like him. I'm like, I am Johnny Lieberman. He's like, ha, ha yeah, right. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, hey, I really am Johnny Lieberman. He's like, oh, my God, you are. And he's, he's like, Zuckerman's my idol. I'm, I'm a Jewish lawyer from, from Brooklyn. I'm like, well, he's from Long Island. And anyways, the guy's name's Howie. Uh, hello, Howie. Howie Bates. I'm going to love that. I appreciate I it, but was that really a story we needed that, to hear? Yeah, why do we love that story? Well, you're going to love this story. Whatever he You says, didn't like that story. You look like a thinner, younger Johnny Lieberman, and the guy doesn't believe me okay. that I'm Johnny Lieberman. Something you tell your wife. No. <laughs> you fucking asshole. I hate you. I hate Let's talk so, about Bob's watches. so nice to me for a yeah. week. It's Discover like- Bob's watches, the most trusted destination to buy or sell. 100% authentic, luxury, pre-owned watches. Shop vintage and contemporary pieces from Rolex. Tudor, Omega, Breitling, Cartier, Paddock, and more. Explore thousands of models available now at bobswatches.com. Overnight delivery and free shipping included. Trust Bob's. Um, yours truly has bought uh, vintage Rolex GMTs and then sold them, made money with Bob's. Uh, I, I purchased Daytonas from them and returned them and made a little bit of money. It's a nice situation. I like the gang down at Bob's. They're sending me now a... Uh, I, was, I was wearing that white Daytona, 116500, yes, yes. which I take out repeatedly. I just send it back and then have them send it to me. And now I have a Panerai coming with a carbon dial. Nice. It's oh, I sweet. like Panerai. It's fun. Yeah. Um, And they, you know, I tried to get a a Seiko, Grand Seiko from them. I said, look, I really would like, you know, the listeners and Johnny Lee, but they're all giving me hell about Seikos. I'll try them out. I want to keep an open mind. I want to wear one. And I picked out one. They said, you can't have that. Why not? I guess I have a a reputation for uh, scratching them up a little bit because I use them. (laughs) And they said those are especially hard. They would do it. They would do it. But they said it's especially hard to polish them. Have you heard that? The Grand Seiko? I have not heard that. And they said, why don't you take the Rolex instead? And then, of course, they have me because I love Rolexes and they give me something. It must just be a different blend of steel or something. But they have a grand Seiko with a blue dial. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Like with a blue and white bezel that I really want to try out. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if they're listening. Go to Bob's watches. My my good friend Ariel, who's listening in Hawaii, wants you to wear a Seiko. Look, I, I would wear them, but... It, it's nothing against Seiko. I just, you can't like everything. You know, I have Casios. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Hey. It's like, but I don't own a Lexus either. Can I, 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 I like them. I think they're cool, but I, I just I, don't, I don't vibe with the brand, but. I slept on Seikos. I was a G-Shock, G-Shock. I don't care about Seikos. I don't yes. care. And then my, my buddy showed me one of these tunas and like, let me put it on. And yes. It was just like, it fried my brain. I was like, have to have it. Have to have it. So. 
Refried. You know, and I, I again, I, I ignored them. Refried. Thing. I'll have a portion of refried. You look, you look like a morbidly obese Johnny Lieberman. <laughs> <laughs> old and decrepit. That's how the story would have been better. Yes. You look uh, like an old and brain dead. I thought it was really morbidly funny. obese Johnny Lieberman. The guy just wouldn't believe. He's like, you sound like I'm like I am him. He's like, oh yeah, bullshit. Well, like, it is and interesting. This is a smart lawyer. This is interesting. I, mean, I, know, I when, wouldn't say that. It's interesting when someone sound recognizes you. That's a new yeah. thing for podcasting. When sure. they hear your voice and they go oh i recognize your i do voice. get that i get that Isn't but, that but again they believe it's me it's this guy's looking at me well saying, why would you be in miami for the f1 race at a car i was at a car show well tell us about that let's talk about something interesting what was it like <laughs> <laughs> i'd like i'd honestly like it <laughs> it was incredible i will say the, this the, there was a lot yeah there was, was a lot of excitement here and it seemed like a lot of celebrities and a lot of car celebrities yeah. were going there yeah and it, it seemed like one party deal. after another and Nothing but parties at my hotel. Right. Uh, <laughs> Explain why there's so much hype now. Well, it's a Netflix well, show one. has yeah, made it Netflix popular. Show, right? You know, uh, what is it? Need for Speed, Drive to Survive, Drive, Drive to Survive has yeah. made it super popular. Mm-hmm. But however, like I've been to the race in Texas, you know, and it was like you go to Austin and you go to the race and then after the race you eat barbecue and go to bed. And the next day you eat barbecue and go to bed. It's, it's not a big deal. Miami, though, you couldn't walk two feet without a Verstappen hat for sale. Uh, signs like, you know, Miami welcomes F1. And everyone was just so excited about the race. And like, it was really like Miami's coming out party. And, you know, it was like, we're, in, you know, this decade for the first time, we're an international city. Right. Um, right. It was just, it, the vibe was incredible. So, yachts. Hotels, it was hotels, well, parties, cocaine, yeah, hookers, yeah, hookers. It was a nonstop party. Here, here, yeah. my maybe I'm wrong yeah. about it, but it looked like any other race where if you were there, you couldn't really see the cars going around the track. Like part of my problem with the Long Beach Grand Prix, which I like, is you yeah. can't really see the track it's, or the cars. You're looking at the tops of cars. Yeah, going it's, it's always better on TV. It's always better on right, TV. Right. But it was cool. Like even the fake marina, which, you know, the internet freaked out about. Right. It was beautiful. Like I got a, I got a lap around the track in, wow. a, in, a, in a vantage. And like it looked gorgeous. It's a color blue that doesn't exist in nature. Totally photographs well on TV. You know, it's the Miami Dolphins blue. It's just this, right. And it was like this gel thing. And, you know, we asked, like, why didn't you actually put in water? And they said, well, we did a, you know, environmental impact study and it would have been so heavy, it would have sank. Whatever we, we put it in would have, like, sank through the, you know, the drenched ground. So we couldn't do that. So they put these yachts and, you, you know, people bought tickets on the yachts and it was fine. But, it was, yeah, it was a super cool race. The track was cool. Doesn't exist in nature. I can't get hung up on that. It's just this, like, doesn't make weird sense. Here it, it is. Blue. Here it is. <laughs> it's existing. It. We did our research. You couldn't get water that <laughs> color blue. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 Why not? They did. You have to dye it. I, it was really blue. It was like shimmering Miami they were Dolphins. Just, they were hyping it. Blue. But it was beautiful, and it was, it was fun. It was super cool. And this was yeah. the very first time Formula One was in Miami. Yes, they've had Miami Grand Prix, but it wasn't Formula One. It was some other right, race. right. Um, but yeah, it was it was super cool. Um, you know, the only problems I heard of was you know it was ninety one degrees and full humidity, no shade. So I was in air conditioning. I didn't care. But the right. poor suckers, they were suffering. And then so one of the grandstands ran out of water or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> aside from that, you know, people uh, dying of thirst. Yeah, it was people dying. But you know, it's an F one race. No, it was cool. It was cool. What's the difference between F one and Grand Prix? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, I guess technically you could have a Grand Prix without F1 cars. You could have a different type of car in the Grand Prix, but 
uh, F1 is the Formula One car. So. so who was there for manufacturers? Like you, you were with Aston. I was Martin. with Aston Martin. Yeah, usual suspects: McLaren, uh, Mercedes, uh, Alfa Romeo. Aston, other manufacturers, it might be one of the other races, and teams like AlphaTauri. There's only ten teams, right? Uh, Haas. Uh, so I think I think five are manufacturers, but Porsche and Audi, I think, are going next year. They're trying to add an eleventh team, and Dreddy's trying to get his team in. Wow, legally or whatever the rules, you know, they could add up to twelve teams. Um, but you know, more cars on the grid, more accidents, more competition. So it's and it's it's gangbusters right now. You know what I mean? Like it's. I think the cheapest tickets were like six hundred bucks. A lot of them were five thousand bucks, and it was wow. sold out. And it was yeah, just that like, show is driving all of it. Yeah, and I heard know, about this group of moms who were headed down there. Like, yeah. why are you going? They go, we're going to the race. They and, knew all about it. And you know, when America does something and America's into it, like we do it bigger than anybody. You know, the right. Super Bowl is like in Sandy, but like Michelle Obama was there, the Williams sisters were there, uh, Michael Jordan showed up. Really, I was sat next to Marcus Allen and Edwin Moses on the plane ride down there. Uh, James Marsden was there. James uh, Marsden, yeah, wow, hanging with David Beckham, doing IWC stuff. Wow. Yeah, Tom Brady was there. It That's was, fun. Yeah. That sounds like a fun week. And if you get a chance, if you really want to laugh, the the Martin Brundle interview disaster, I don't know if you've heard about this, Mm-mm. but so he goes, you know, he walks the grid before the race and tries to interview celebrities. Nobody knew who he was. Like he's trying to talk to, I think it was Serena Williams, and she kind of brushes him off and he's still falling over with the mic. And she literally says, oh, you're still trying to talk to me? And then, like, he goes up to some tall, it was like an NBA draft pick. He thought he was Patrick Mahomes. It was, like, the oh boy. worst thing you've ever seen. And he's just like, you're not who I thought you were. And, like, Beckham wouldn't give him the time of day. Like, nobody would talk. It was an utter disaster. It was hysterical. So, watch that. It's on Poor YouTube fool. somewhere. It was fantastic. I can pull it up right now if you want to hear it. Yeah. But it's, I'm, it's, I'm in fear that it's not going to be funny. It, oh, it's funny. <laughs> we were pissing Here, ourselves. I'm playing it. Okay, here we go. Patrick. Martin Brando, Formula One television in England. Yeah, I don't think you can hear me up there. Patrick, He's chasing him. how are you? Good, good to see you on the grid here. What do you think of this atmosphere? This is crazy. I've never been to an F1 race. This is, this is spectacular. It's amazing to be allowed right in the middle of the competitors just before the race starts. Yeah, now you can see they locked in. It reminds me of myself. Uh, the real focus. Okay, it's not Patrick. That's why he ignored me in the beginning. But what is your name, sir? Paulo Bancaro. Right, okay. Well, I thought I was talking to somebody else. So I'm sorry about that. There you go. We were pissing ourselves watching. Patrick Mahones. <laughs> no, my name is Carlos. Okay. Well, there. That's the best. That's good. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. But first, let's talk about uh, Manscaped. Well, are you ready to be blown away? You asked for it, and they listened. Our friends at Manscaped just relaunched the Ultra Smooth Package. It's back, baby, your new favorite tool and complement to the Lawnmower 4.0 to keep your boys smooth while looking and feeling their best. This specialized groin shaving kit, Zuckerman, is here to help you buff, protect, and shave your most sensitive areas. Just in time for spring, it's time to crop that bush and get right to the roots with a discount just from you. From Manscaped, get 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com with the code SPIKE20. Manscaped.com, code SPIKE20. You get your lawnmower 4.0. You guys know how I feel about that. The crop exfoliator, the crop gel, which is like a spa treatment every time you shave. And the crop shaver was designed to shave your special 
place with confidence. Three precise blades, very close to the instruments that help you procreate. <laughs> with extra wide lubricating strips. Are you getting turned on yet? And pivoting head. Yes. The ultimate groin grooming experience. Strips. I'm going to need a shower after reading this ad. The crop shaver is not your average razor. It's smaller, thicker. Kind of like Johnny's micro penis. <laughs> micro comb that allows for the best shave possible for any angle. 20% off free shipping with code spike20manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping with code spike20 at manscaped.com. My whole house is manscaped. My wife asked me to stop giving my son James manscaped. <laughs> Branded <laughs> body we- wash and shampoo because he walks out after shower and you're like, man, he smells like a nightclub. It's wild. It's really funny. We're gonna give Richard his first manscaped shave yeah. next year. Hey. Yeah. I, I when is what? he gonna get a haircut? Uh, never. But I, I really uh, why? Oh, I don't know. He doesn't want a haircut. Uh, I well, got why the, is he in charge? Yeah, he likes. We like it. It's fine. But uh, <laughs> I use the deodorant. <laughs> Landscape deodorant is yeah. great because it's I have that small too. and it fits in your little travel thing perfectly. It's also got a perfect scent, doesn't I, it? Yeah. I mean, so you, you know. don't have to take a shower. You can just throw that stuff on and go out. I do it after I play tennis if I need to do something quick and I don't want to take a shower. But I shower and then put it on. It's really good. Then I go down to the cigar store in my sweats. <laughs> with, with piss sticks. Mustard, <laughs> with piss on my shirt. With mustard, <laughs> mustard in my mustard. face. <laughs> and I go, now what do you think? <laughs> Sell me some of those Dunhills. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Black and mild. <laughs> um, well, there's so much to talk about. We, 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 uh, we, we, we uh, mentioned last week that something happened to Zuckerman's car. Oh. That he had a car impounded. We never really <laughs> talked about it. Then we, we had the Matt Ferris show. Why don't you tell everybody what happened? This I, is a horrible story. I'm driving the 190E. <laughs> being Zuckerman, eh, who's, I don't have to register cars. That's for other people. And so, fair, fair point. So, you know, and I, I, I like taking a risk. I like getting over a little bit. So I haven't registered that 190E, the, the Evo 2, for six months because it's not easy to get a VIN check on this car the the dmv and the chp do not like the vin on this car it's not in the u.s system at all it's not in the windshield it's and so anyway i figured i'll deal with it another day and i'll just drive it around and i'm in beverly hills southbound of robertson at wilshire there was a motorcycle cop he was given a ticket i passed him by and as i'm at the light at wilshire he gets back on the bike and is right behind me and so just on the other side, he pulls me over and he wants the registration. And he's really like, you know, RoboCop. You know, he's got his, his blue blockers on. He's, yeah. he's he's firm and angry, unreasonable. <laughs> I'll uh, bet he would say he was just doing his job. Okay, yes. Yeah, he was on an unregistered cargo by. Yeah, okay, but firm but and angry is really good. Firm and angry and, <laughs> and double-digit IQ. You know, this oh, is Oh, come it. on now. Really? Okay, so let me explain. Well, I'll, just tell everybody what happened. All right. So he says, where's the registration? I said, I'm working on it. And then he goes, he goes well, how do I know this car isn't stolen? Uh, again, uh, okay, how do you know? I guess you don't know, but, uh, you know, but and I, it's not stolen. Here's some paperwork. He, and then he goes, well, I need to, you know, I got to run the VIN number. And, of course, he looks at the windshield. There's no VIN plate right, in the right, windshield right, of this right. car. Okay. Goes, is this a ghost car? A ghost car, like a ghost gun. Yes. Like I is made there the such co- a thing? What's well, a yeah, gray sure. market is what we used to call it. But yeah, ghost car. He's calling it a ghost car. Like I made it out of parts in my garage. And and so. <laughs> he can't even it's make just a going, sandwich. I'm just going downhill. I, I go, you want to see where, the, where it is, the VIN plate? And he goes, I said, it's on the radiator bracket. And then I show him and he's, he's looking at me. He goes, did you put that there? 
Well, who put it there? The factory. Is, you, do you really think my double-digit IQ is is inappropriate now? And I said, well, he's just confused. Many of us haven't seen these things before. Okay, I don't really think I had seen a 190 Evo. Okay, anyway, so I tell him, look, my my office is right there, my garage is right there, and he says, I'm impounding it. Thank you. Oh, um, and this is on a Monday. This is on Thursday. Uh-huh. And so well, then, a little then the, tow, the tow guy comes and he wants to just lift up the front and uh, drive away. I said, uh, you can't do, we'll that. do that. And then RoboCop says to me, he's a professional. And that's when I got snarky. I said, oh, oh, I said, after, I said, after, after tow college, he went to four years of, of tow school and then he had an internship and a residency and now he's a professional tow guy. He went guy. to graduate tow school. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, do I call him Dr. Tow? A tow Esquire? Dr. Tow. Dr. Toe. I said, he really looks, you know, no offense to him, but he looks like he slept next to the grease trap. I don't, he doesn't look like a professional. Oh, you don't have to be Dr. that. Dr. Toe. Yeah. I think we have the title of the episode. Yes, but Dr. Toe. Uh, Dr. Toe. Uh, and then he says, you don't need to be that way. You're towing my car and you want to tell me how to be? And so then, then they get in the car on the flatbed. You don't flat need bed. to be that way. Yeah, you don't need to be that way. So he did let you call a flatbed. Yeah, I, uh, they said. Well, the tow no, no. Guy, listen to what he said to the tow guy. Well, the tow guy says he goes. He, he, I said, okay. I said you can't tow it that way. And he says, well, you know, <laughs> I'm Doctor Tow. Yeah, I said if you. I said this is a very expensive car. If you if you damage it, you're responsible. And he goes, well, it'll cost you more for a flatbed. I said, do, do you think I care? I said, put it on a flatbed. And then, okay. <laughs> he can I'm, barely I'm, contain himself I, I for telling this I'm story. Standing there. I got a phone call. I heard this whole story. I know. I, I'm, I'm standing there, and one of my brethren with the yarmulke comes shambling up <laughs> and says to me, Excuse me, is that your car? the fuck you think I'm doing standing here? What do you think? I'm with the cops. I'm with the, you want to know who my car, if it's my car, Einstein? What do you, who do, and I said to him, please. Einstein to you. Yeah, I said, please. I said, please. I don't want to be rude. I just don't want to talk right now. I'm just asking a question. Exactly my point. I don't want to be rude. But it really is your car. Sir, I, I just got to walk away before I say something nasty to you. You know, and what did you want to say to him? <laughs> what are you fucking <laughs> what are you stupid what do you got rocks in your head you got two eyes you have two eyes and a brain obviously it's my car I'm standing here next to it what do you think I'm doing here mm-hmm. you think I'm just another fucking looky loo like you just get it out the car. get it out it's getting cold you're gonna feel better get it out so then so then now your car was taken is potentially lost for a month right well, it's okay. gone for a month it's, it's potentially lost I was I was upset Thinking about that beautiful car sitting out after, you know, what's happened to cars we've owned in the past, sitting outside and seeing paint get stained. Oh, yeah. Just in open air here in L.A. Even if it's tip top of Beverly Hills, it's not where you want. You're you're very low mileage, very exotic car to be. Right. Um, And so fortunately, Mark, uh, amazing Mark, who, who detailed, you know him. Yep. He details the cars. I called Mark and I said, you got to help me out here. And I said, and he goes, I I said, we're not going to be, me and him, these guys aren't going to be talking the same language. So go over there and see. And so he went there and 
I think he bought a little lunch or whatever he did. <laughs> You're uh, not sure what he did. We're not sure what he did. Probably did nothing. Could have bought a, some lunch. Who knows? Dr. Toe needed a sandwich. Yeah. Yes. And there might have been an envelope exchanged. <laughs> who knows? But who knows? somehow yeah, he yeah. was behind the impound gate and he was allowed to wash the car. That's insane. And then cover it. <laughs> and then, and then, and then how did you and then you paid your fines and you get out yes what is that got, what does something like that cost actually it was under a thousand bucks for the whole thing oh and what i was very that's a lot of money i though. was very fortunate because i mean I, uh, you know i had somebody for other who, folks not just you yeah i had somebody who had who has a as a registration connection who is able even with <clears throat> the paperwork condition i had and the all of the problems to get me a temporary registration and a moving permit. And that allowed So now you're me. legal. I was out by Monday. And I really yeah, thought that car- So that's what you needed to get it out of impound yes, was the car registered. And something to indicate- That, that you were I serious had, and you were going to get yeah, it registered. Yeah, that it was not a ghost car. It was not this- Ghost a, car. Ghost car. That's still crazy, though, that, that the guy got in there to clean it. Because like my, my in college, my girlfriend's car got stolen and it was used in a drive-by. So like it was evidence- it was in a police lot for three months and it came back. Yeah. It was just, it was totally, uh, it, it worked it out just totally totally. great for me. And I'm going to say now, now that, you know, now that this is passed me by, I'm, I, if I ever see the officer, I will thank him for spurring me to take care of this business that I'm sorry. So if I was, I was salty and crusty. I'm generally friends with everyone at the Beverly Hills PD and I should, you know, follow the law better and not expect that I can get away with something like this forever. <laughs> Until the next time. You've been rehearsing this speech in the mirror, haven't you? Yeah. Well, I just want to sound measured in some degree afterwards. Wow. So um, I ha got, we're happy it's back. And yeah, it's right it's, over there. It's, it's right, right over there. there. Right there it is. And, it looks perfect. And I'm going to have, I will have the plates on that car very shortly. That's great. Yes. And then, you know, the Zagato, YOM plates. We got, I've got all of I realize, I, I thought the plates on it were registered to the car. And then I remember every once in a while for a year, we've just had plates attached yeah, that, to that it. That would be another challenge. <laughs> Get it. But if any listeners in Los Angeles, but that's not a challenge. No, you can you can do yeah. year of manufacturer yeah. plates. But if, but I you just have if, to go in and get the and, and tell them. And that. you run into a problem with with this kind of a, a very Is arcane a plug? situation. Are you giving a plug? I'm just saying they could reach out to me on Instagram because now that oh I my god, of, well, it's a particular. You're going to get swamped now. I like to be of service, Ferris. Said. I, if, if, Especially you know. if you're a young lady between, <laughs> yeah, between, the, ages, between, the, age, between the ages of 70 and 90. Um, <laughs> you want to keep your car looking as uh, absolutely best as the Evo 190 year round. 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303 Revolutionary. These guys are turning out to be a huge sponsor of ours. Sweet. Revolutionary Graphene Nano Spray Coating gives you professional protection and a simple-to-use spray formula. I used it again. Used it the other night on your blue car, Zuckerman, your 993 Turbo S. Yes, man. And boy, does it work well. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months, give you an insane level of depth and gloss. Uh, you can use their brand new 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. You can even be used for a quick cleanup of light dust, fingerprints in between washes, washes and Bill's Bird Tree Messes. For the one-two punch to keep your car looking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 graphene nano spray coating to uh, protect 
303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Or visit 303radio.com for more information. Um, thank you, 303 Graphene. Maybe you can put People. the graphene. They sent me a bunch of stuff. Yeah, you can use it in combination with Manscaped. You can put the graphene <laughs> onto your junk. <laughs> I would like to boost the depth and gloss of my penis. If I'll give it a shot, and we'll see what happens. See what happens. Yeah, but yeah why do, not? This, do the man scraping Manscaped and then spray first. it on. I think you man scraping. <laughs> Is that what you just said? Yes, man scraper. Scraper then spray on the caustic material. Yeah, All right, Johnny. Yes, you were out at the track. I saw on your social media. I was working with Jeff Zwart. You yeah. were out at Willow Springs. We were. Yeah. What were you doing? You had the car out there. I noticed it wasn't stickered up yet with the Zuckerman yeah. sticker and everything else. So when it Real quick, so when it gets shipped to Colorado, uh, uh, Porsche, Colorado Springs, the wrap, the people that are going to wrap it, they are next door, the same parking lot. So it's going first of June to Colorado. Um, but yeah, so Jeff invited me along with Reese Millen. Uh, he had the Emotion Engineering GT3R, and Jeff had his awesome 935 and another his, his old Pikes Peak car. And uh, Tanner Faust showed up, which was awesome because Tanner drove my car last year. So he had some really, really, really key uh, pointers for me. And we just mm-hmm. like took a day and shook the cars down. I got familiar with the car. Is um, that what the purpose was at yeah. the track? So just take it around the track and and learn how it feels. Yeah. Right? So we used Reese. This was Reese's idea, but we used Horse Thief Mile because uh, it has really tight hairpins, which are reminiscent-ish of pikes. They're not quite as tight as they are on pikes. So we did like most of the day there, and then we finished on Big Wheel on the big track because you know you can get up to like well for my car like 140 miles an hour, and that's faster than I'd go on pikes. But you know just to see how it is at high speed, much better at high speeds actually. And yeah, just got familiar and comfortable in the car. I was also first time in my helmet, first time in my Hans device, first time in some new racing boots. You uh, look really puffy. Thank you. <laughs> Not, no, but I mean, it looked like you had a ton of stuff under that racing suit. No, I'm just top fat. of it. I, that, yeah. That's not the suit I'm wearing either. The suit I'm wearing will have Zuckerman's head on it. It did not look comfortable. No, it's fine. It was, it was very comfy. It I like was. racing suits. It's like wearing pajamas when you were five years old. So what yeah. did you think? How did you feel in the car? Did, Super did, comfortable. You did feel comfortable. Yeah. And it was it was interesting when I, I turned uh, towards the last couple sessions, I turned everything off, all the traction and stability control. And I liked it way better because it's like the car just was like free, more free to rotate. Um, and it was it was great. I mean, look, it's a, it's a Cayman GT4, which is a great chassis. Yeah. And then they just strip weight out of it and make right. it stiffer. And uh, it was, it's awesome. It's a great first time race car for me. So I was I was I was in heaven. And the other thing was, you know, I'm like, there's Reese Millen in my rearview mirror. And like, you know, he's got a much faster car. He's a thousand time better driver. He's eventually going to pass me. But I'm like, I'm going to make him work for it. You know, and so right, right. My, my imposter syndrome went down a, a level and my confidence went up two or three levels. So it was, it was a wonderful syndrome. day. And it was cool. Like I'm sitting there with Zwart and Reese talking about the mountain, as it's called. And Jeff's going to come on in a couple weeks. And yeah, and you guys before, are going to talk before, right the, before race. the final race. Is he racing too? Yeah, he's racing a 935. So like I the, saw that car. It's beautiful. Wow. It's so great. And here's the thing. If you ever see a 935, so this is the one they made a couple years ago. It was like right. the final 991.2 generation car. Squat down and look at it from behind because it really, you can see it's a 911 wrapped in a long tail body because mm-hmm. I was sitting in the Cayman, which is, you know, super low. And I got to, you know, look at its the rear of it. It's just absolutely fantastic. I, sh- I never had my camera and my phone wow. in the car. Should have taken pictures of it, but just like... Wow. Such a cool car. 
and uh yeah and <clears throat> he's he's racing that and uh it was it was great it was just like the best best birthday i could have hoped for it was awesome it was how old birthday? are you leaving 47 wow so i get a colonoscopy for my birthday enjoy your last birthday yeah <laughs> before the race <laughs> um he died at the we young have age of to get 47. To, but I wanted to mention a couple of things, uh, a couple of stories that are in the news. Uh, California is targeting loud exhaust with sound-activated <laughs> camera enforcement. Did you hear about this? Yeah, but uh, like, they're going to really get that right. Six California cities <laughs> will take part in the automated enforcement pilot program aimed at, aimed at curbing noise pollution. In an effort to reduce noise pollution, California is set to implement the camera automated exhaust noise enforcement this will start january 2023 to december 2027 this is the pilot program it goes four years and will be tested in six uh, california cities i believe it's la camera enforced fines will be issued only f- after subsequent violations of the 95 and 80 decibel ceiling for cars and motorcycles 80? respectively 80 yeah, so for 95 motorcycles. for cars oh, and oh, oh. 80 decibels for motorcycles. So oh, okay. I think what this means, if I'm not wrong, is any place where there's a red light camera, if you're blasting through that and you're making noise, you get a ticket. Does I that sound right? I'd have to take a look at it, and I would guarantee they don't have the technology. This is going to be a, a, a money pit. Uh, they, they don't have the technology and the wherewithal to get this system working. And I would agree, though, 95 decibels is really loud. Yeah, it's but loud. how do you prove it's that uh, car? If, you, if there are two cars in the frame, how do you prove it's uh, that? It's the stupid system. It's it's there's going to be one of these other things that they put in for tens of millions of dollars that they end up dismantling. And this is nope, because like a, somebody approaches the city and says, "Hey, I have this like red light cameras. I have this great tech. It'll make you a fortune." And then you're just screwing your citizens, and it never works. For and and, by and the, the way, judge will yes. throw it all out. And I mean these these you know aftermarket uh, exhaust shops will always exist, but generally manufacturers are lessening sound. And as we go more electric, the problem cures itself, doesn't it? Well, yeah, but, you know, old cars exist. But the, I mean, the other thing is like all like, you know, you know, modern cars that are loud, they have two modes, right? So you can start it up quietly and then you put it in sport mode and then you're, you have extra exhaust baffles that open up. So here, let, explain this to me, Zuckerman. And if you can quickly explain it, I know it's complicated, but every time you, you talk to someone who gets one of these red light tickets, they say those were, they don't do that anymore. They're not legal anymore in the state of California or in the city of L.A., yet they still exist. And yet I've been told by lawyers, you still have to pay the fine. But you don't get a moving violation. So it's so kind, what is that? It, it's kind of a conundrum. So let's say I run a red light on the way home in Beverly Hills and it says you have... Uh, you know, 90 days to pay this ticket, guilty plea. And then, you know, some people say, well, just don't pay it. Just never pay it. Go the distance. There's nothing they can do. They turn it over to a collection agency and then you can just ignore them. And that is true. I, it is I, true. It is true. But most people don't want to go to collection and most people don't want to hassle with it and they don't pay it. Now, I had Why one, wouldn't they just shutter the whole program? Why do they keep it Because it, it going? still generates money, um, even though it, you you know it doesn't stand as a moving violation. So, so what, no, when pub, you say it doesn't stand as a moving violation, so on your I record, plead guilty, I'm not going to get anything on my insurance? Nope. nope, you're not. What so, about if it goes to collection? Does that hit, hit your credit? I don't believe so, because it's, it's not a contractual debt. It's right, that right, I would right, argue right. that. I would also tell you that one time I actually showed up in court with one of these tickets because somebody else 
was in my car. And the ticket said, if it's not you, you can give the person's name and information so we can bill them. And I said, I'm not doing that. I'm not that deputy. I'm not deputized yeah, right. to be I'm a not rat. a narc. Yeah. And so I went down. It was Beverly Hills. So I went down to the courthouse and I and I and the judge said, what are you doing here? I said, well, it's not me, obviously, but I'm not saying who it is. It's not my right. job. Yeah. And, and he threw the ticket out. <clears throat> of course. Nobody had to pay anything. Yeah, I've Here's gotten out of them one. before. I, you know, but I've also sent a lawyer in the Culver City guys, and they said you don't get out in Culver City, and I had to pay that one. I just I got, took, and that was a, a slow roll right on red. That's all what? that was. Uh, one of the lawyers in my office who has who was in my car, he got a, a, a camera ticket in a park at one of yeah, the state right. parks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had got some very weird camera ticket came in yeah, that's that said, you know, yeah, we, you don't have to, you know, this is, you just owe us, and if you don't pay, we're going to send it to collection. Right, well, that's yeah. That's toothless. And, and they also are very tricky. They have those in a lot of the hiking trails. Yes, you won't exactly. even see the sign. You'll just see this tiny little thing that says, make sure you stop or you're going to get a ticket. And then before you know it, that's exactly what happened yeah, to yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. There's one on Beverly going, uh, uh, my it's really annoying. To, my, my opinion to him was, ball li- this up and throw it in the trash. They're citing some sort of weird Muni Park codes right. as, their, as their basis for giving out these tickets. Yeah, we don't want this stuff to start, because this leads to speeding cameras, and then yep. what fun is L.A. going to be with all that? We can't break the rules <laughs> we just like to drive and if you like to drive go to collectingcars.com they have a 2006 ferrari f 430 spider manual mm, uh, man. for bids Whoa. may 19th awesome ferrari uh this is an original canadian market car mm. which has been driven sparingly and the odometer only shows 11,320 miles the car is uh, specified from factory in Russell Corsa. Beautiful car. What else do they have? Ah, a uh, 1976 Ford Bronco Custom without doors. When Jensen Button's Bronco sold on collecting cars, it went for huge money, 166000 For someone who wants an equally cool retro truck but doesn't care about provenance or that Jensen Button's butt was in the driver's seat, this could be the perfect Bronco 302. Uh, small block V8, um, fully restored 4,000 miles ago. I was on there uh, when I was prepping for the show. They had a 2022 992 GTS, brand new, delivery miles and chalk. One a 992, nice new one, perfect thing. Nice car. Nice. They have one, collected cars. They have a 2008 Renault Sport McGain R26 F1 track prepped thing. They had a 2004 Ducati uh, 998S Final Edition uh, uh, British Market right-hand drive motorcycle and a 1960 Alpha 2000 Touring Spider <laughs> Ratio Graphite, graphite uh, with cream material. No, no one's going to push back on the right-hand drive motorcycle? Nobody? Nobody? I wasn't listening. I don't know what a motorcycle is. <laughs> Why would I listen to you? <laughs> well, it's a British bike, so it's right-hand drive. Oh. That's a... That's... <laughs> <laughs> but Zuckerman, if you go look at this 1960 Alfa Romeo 2000 Touring Spider, Grigio Graphite with Cream, Graphite. <laughs> it's it's Graphine. not. It's G R A F I T E. Graphite. Um, this car is gorgeous. Don't, don't, in fact, don't go look at it because if you look at it, you're going to end I'm up. I'm all caught up. You, I, I you'll freak to... out. Go check it out. Collectingcars.com.
Um, all right. We have a few minutes for questions here. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. as usual, our listeners have outdone themselves with irrelevant questions <laughs> for us to answer. <laughs> Let me just go to the giant Zuckerman head and yes. we will answer them. What's uh, Minimax Pugs? What's your plan for Monterey Car Week? I am doing a forum up there. The plan for it, I don't know. It could be the three of us. It could be uh, any of our hosts. It could be somebody new. I haven't had a chance to plan it, but I know I'm, I'm excited to come up there again. Are you done with being, the film by then? I think so, yeah, yeah. Huh? I think we, we wrap shooting at the end of July. Knock nice. on wood. Um, that is if Farrah doesn't infect the, everybody. Uh, and then bring down Netflix. We'll have a little, uh, we'll have a little car fun. Farrah destroys Netflix. Uh, Sunroof Delete wants to know thoughts on the rooftop car tent 911 proliferation. Stupid. That's a funny question. Oh, it just means people yeah, are putting yeah. tents Camping. on 911. I'm done with tents on roofs. Sleep in a hotel. Yeah. Just to I would it. imagine, I, because I wanted to get one for the Defender. But I've yet it's to get the, I've yet to get the canoe on the rack. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> the tent. I think what you want is you want a nice picture of a of a tent, and you look at that and you say, Ah, yeah, that could be me. I think so. It's aspirational, not really practical. Hey, uh, Sam Vatemoss wants to know what's going on with the Daytona Zuckerman. Where is it? I am Good told question. by Mr. Bruce Canapa that they're working on the engine, um, and so one would hope. Um, Bruce said something along the lines of 60 days. If that means less than a year, I'll be happy. Soon. Could be. Do you plan to keep it? I don't know. I've got to drive it. I got to see how I like it. I got to see if somehow, you know, if if a big offer comes in for a freshly restored. Uh, It's hard to say, but I, I know it's going to be gorgeous. Yeah. Hard not to be. Johnny. Yes. What cars do you advise people? Uh, don't buy and avoid, says Mr. Matt Mateo. Mr. Mateo 88. God, I mean, what, what do you tell them to avoid? I mean, I get a lot of like, should I buy a Prius? And I'm like, no, don't buy a Prius. You know, uh, I would say right now, like, uh, oh boy, avoid the Bronco, the Ford Bronco, because everyone who has one, they're just like very underwhelmed by it. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, except for Titus Welliver, who thinks it's the best car ever made. Have you been else? watching the new Bosch Legacy? Hell yes. I watched all four episodes. It's great. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. I'm so excited about uh, it. There's that Mitsubishi SUV, which has a very low price for the size and features, and that's a very, very bad car to drive. Um, I don't know. I, I, I could. You'd have to go like segment by segment, but there's, there's plenty of cars not to buy. Uh, Spike Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I see the waves down in F. On the Swatch Moonwatch. Well, I've uh, I've been on every night looking. And? On uh, eBay. Just waiting. Checking out the uh, the mission to Jupiter. Has checking out the mission to Mercury. Can't you buy them at Swatch.com yet for list? Isn't that the whole thing? You can't. They are not limited. But uh, I was doing a little research reading online. I found some... Uh, a great article on what's happening right now with these watches. They are still super desirable. The prices range. I've seen them as high as three and four thousand dollars still. Why aren't Moon Swatch watches offered online yet? In this article, uh, in AugustMan.com. So who knows if it's a real yeah interview. <laughs> Uh, speaking with August Man on condition of anonymity, we understand the Moon Swatches were put online briefly before the order button was grayed out because Swatch Group had detected unusually high traffic to the pages carrying each mission Moon Swatch. 
While that in and of itself is not unusual for a hype timepiece, what usually tips IT professionals off is the rapidity of operations and the clinical mm. way in which operations were carried out. Mm. Typically, a human being lingers around specific sections of a page before making an operation, whether it's clicking buy or going to another product product. It's really interesting. Why are there no official communications on restock schedules? Listen to this. Store staff had also discovered that networks of enterprising individuals were forming and taking note of when identifiable staff had arrived in a swatch store, which would denote a restock of the moon swatch. Ridiculous. These individuals would then communicate with their group of buyers to bring people in in order to circumvent the one watch per person sales policy that the company had put in place to deter flippers and resellers who are now on eBay and who I'm about to give money to. Now that this policy was being circumvented, two steps were instituted. Restock schedules became vague to avoid tipping off the unscrupulous group of buyers. Unable to properly discern between genuine buyers and opportunists, Swatch now does silent drops. And if you happen to be a watch lover who pops into the store at the right time, you're in luck. Can you imagine all this is going on? It's just, there was a point when like you could get a real moon watch, uh, an actual Omega for less than the plastic fake Swatch one, you know? It's true. So, and, and you're saying there's still 3000 bucks so you you can find. No, the one I was hovering over last night was 5 or 600. But they so I think double. they're 279, right? Supposed, yeah, they're like they're supposed to be 275 and they're online and you can buy them all day and night. That's the idea. Right. They should be on Amazon by now, you know? Like it's just it's just a swatch. Right. So, it's crazy. The hype is crazy. Loyal Footwear wants to know as a shoemaker and footwear designer, I'm curious what all your favorite shoes are to drive in. You have driving shoes or I, I wear shoes vans. You, you I mean, like vans, vans, Zuckerman? Nothing to drive. No. I wear the clay. I'm wearing uh, clay uh, vegan sneakers. I like those. That's their new brand. I'm. Uh, I guess I'm one of their ambassadors, and they've been sending me some cool stuff. I also have these uh, Adidas Rod Lavers. Those are which nice. Are, are simple, really comfy shoe. I don't know that I wear them to drive. I just wear them because I like to wear them. Um, Oh, I want to avoid that one. Are you guys coming to Goodwood? Like to? Not? Are you going? Uh, it's during Pike's Peak. I won't be there. Uh, it's like the, it's like June twenty second, and I get the Pikes on the nineteenth. <laughs> Is it just me, or does Pike's impression of Jerry sound like Jerry if he were a frightened chicken? It says, where does Paul do? Yes, uh, Dana Carvey, who is the king of impressionists, and I am not an impressionist, but he did teach me i was able to observe him he said find little things that that the person you want to impersonate does and then exaggerate them like times 10 right find the little look or the little flick of the hair or the voice and the yeah jerry doesn't talk like that but he talks occasionally like that you go like that cock a doodle do (laughs) and that's your your jerry and leno are particularly good You're Leno. You're Leno because you have the material. You have the material. That's what's good about. Well, it's now getting to hear Jay. You know, he comes and he hangs with us every Sunday, and you hear him talk. You know, quietly and normally. Yeah, there's there's a different guy there. Yeah, but he (laughs) he does. You 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 did something. He does that thing where he'll go like, yeah, you know, like uh, I was doing the show. You know, like yeah, I mean, Letterman was more edgy, but I had more viewers, and and you did that. Then he said that to 
mean like the next but day. that's a skill set uh, writers have yeah like we're always having to write voices for people and sure, made up sure. people so you have this very strong imagination muscle when it comes to you know how people talk and a lot of times when you're working on a character you're thinking you have to think about someone you know yeah, right, starting right. point. You go, well, I've got this kind of weirdo, angry guy. Why don't I model him after Zuckerman? Maybe he talks <laughs> like that. He, and then yeah. you work, you know, so you get his voice down and do it. But yeah, it was just what you had all to, I can do. Yeah. I can't was, do anything was, else. Leno. So you can do I, I, Leno. You can do some Letterman. No, I you can, can do, do a lot of impressions. Not now on the spot, but I can kind of do them. And I don't know. I know. Them, but I kind of yeah. hear the voices in my head. That's what writers have to do it. So you have to kind of conjure up. You know, these different characters you hear. Conscious. But then you get stuck. I've said it before. When I, after writing for Dave, I talked like Dave for at least three years after that. Right. <laughs> if you ever watched my late night show, you'd hear Dave's voice. Right. You oh, know, so I was weird. around uh, my friend Louis C.K. for a long time and I started talking like him, talk like Jerry. You know, now I'm back doing, you know, we, we obviously were writing for him right now and you do the vo- his voice and you get stuck in it. And I do you a lot too, Zuckerman. Around the house, <laughs> I haven't done Lieberman. I do. But I'm always doing Zuckerman. I now. do Zuck. Whenever I'm like at the supermarket, and I'm just so annoyed with like all of humanity, I do Zuckerman in my head. It helps me out. Everybody's angry voice. You should die. We'd love to hear about Zuckerman's new nine nine three. Which one? The cab. He's got two. He's got two. Now the convertible you posted. Well, the, the revelations the nine ninety three Cabriolet that we acquired from our friend Paul Kramer uh, at Auto Kennel. Um, it's cars for dogs. Cars for dogs. Yes. <laughs> Some, the kennel. But it's a one owner, 95993 C2 Cabriolet in black metallic, which in the sun, you'll see like a little copper fleck in it. Oh, there it is right yeah. there. And I have to tell you, I never really thought about the, uh, uh, that a narrow body C2 particularly a cabriolet would be a valid car that's kind of dumb because the c2s is the same as a as a c2 with just a wide body there's no difference there was no difference in price anyway getting in this car it is so light so simple so practical it does if it at this juncture, it feels like an early 911. Right. But right. it's got air conditioning that works. It's got a power top. It's got, you know, every, it's got mod cons, uh, early version mod cons. But it's, the engine is so great. It's so responsive. Uh, and it's just a pleasure to drive. It handles well. It's got excellent rigidity. Uh, I drove it on Sunset for a little while last night, and it was fantastic. Fantastic. Wow. I'm I'm all I'm all over it. I I tell everybody it's another Overlook classic. Like we stumbled on. Well, now to here these. we go again. Now they're all going to get bought up. Yeah, we stumbled on to SCs. You know, early '80s SCs, and we love those. Are you sure? It feels like everything is now deflating. Oh well, the last month, but yeah, every, every Porsche goes up though. Until they go down. Until they go down. Until we crater, we'll see. You Good thing I don't have any uh, nothing in the stock market. I haven't lost to any of my portfolio. That's because I don't have any. <laughs> what about your crypto for, portfolio? Did you lose that? You know, I, I just laugh about crypto. Uh, see, it never made sense to me. I could never. I just it doesn't make sense to me. And I'm sure people tell me I'm stupid. I should have bought crypto, um, but I, it doesn't make sense to me. What about NFTs? Another thing that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> it is. It's very enjoyable to watch those things evaporate. I really am enjoying people realizing that they I love, were nothing. I yeah, love especially pe- the NFT. I love people getting a digital fleeced. image. What? 
Yeah. I <laughs> you own a tweet? Yeah. Huh? And yeah. now you're realizing it's not worth $10 million now, right now? There's no shortcut to money. Unless you're born into it, right? Unless you're very fucking fortunate. Otherwise, you just got to make your money like the rest of us. Hard work. Yeah. All right. Let's stamina. Yeah. That's all it takes. But, you know, investing is a good thing, too. You know, we're One going, should invest. We're going down a little bit. It'll go back up. It, you know. I know. Um. I'm looking for just one last good question here from you guys. Um, how about this one? It's really not a car question, but it could produce some uh, some fun. Uh, Sutho Cam. Why don't people have normal names? Why can't they just have a normal name? I, I need Zuckerman's dating tips. Oh, there God. you go. We're going to end the show on Zuckerman's dating tips. Go ahead, Zuckerman. What are your dating tip <laughs> tips for the you young the man named Sutho Cam? His name is Cameron. And this is what his profile says. I just want to hold the Snoopy balloon at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Okay. Well, well my friend, I'm sure you're a nice guy. Cameron. But Cameron, I'm sure you're a nice guy. But that tagline has to... I'm no expert on dating, but I don't think a girl wants to date a guy that wants to hold a Snoopy balloon at the at the parade. You know? So, oh, so you let's, think let's start think with cute? that. My other advice to you is just walk up to a girl and introduce yourself with a name that's pronounceable. Say hello. My name is so-and-so. Cameron. What's your name? Can we get a cup of coffee? That's, you know, that's all you got to do. You go up and you say, hi, my name's Cameron. Should he say Cameron or Cam? Hey, Cameron. Either. Huh? Not Cam. Hi, my name is Cam. I, I, I saw you. I'd like to introduce myself. And you know what? If you want to be the Swami, you should say the truth, which is I'm really bad at this, but I'd like to take you out for a cup of well, coffee. That's a good tip. This so just good. own it. Be authentic and say, my name is Cam. I don't know how to do this, but I want to have coffee with you. Now, is this something that a young Zuckerman did, or is this something you wish a young Zuckerman would have done? This is my observation as an old man, yeah. because I had all, you know, all these hangups, like, how do you talk to a girl when I was young? What do you say? And, you know, they seemed like, you know, uh, these exotic animals when I was 20 years old. I, I didn't know what to say. And now I realize they don't know what to say. They're just waiting for someone to come up and say hello and, and, and buy them a cup of coffee. This happened to my wife recently in the Ralphs. Some guy, some guy moved that in that on you? That exact line. That I, exact line. My name's Zuckerman. What did he say? And I said, well, you know, we've been married for quite some time. So when something like that happens, it's actually a reason to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> it helps self-esteem. Neither of us right. would be threatened by it. But right, right, right. I go, you don't but... You can offload her? <laughs> I go, that's nice. That's nice that that happened to you. I go, where? She goes, yeah, that's the bad part. It was in Ralph's. And I go, and the guy, she goes, he looked like a bike messenger. And I went, oh, yeah. He was, wearing, flattery he was wearing a motorcycle helmet inside. I go, that's weird, man. Now this is weird. Kind of a My head favorite Martian. I go, well, that still feel good about yourself. Take your flattery where you can get Take it. Take your flattery where you can get it. Right. But, um. You That's know, one f- of these days on our last show, we should do like the actual Zuckerman one-liners we've heard that we can't say on the radio. Zuckerman's one-liners? Oh, do you man. think he has one-liners? Oh, well, I've I, never I, heard his one-liners. I, I have so comments. He's out of I, have, I have atrocious <laughs> comments. Is what he's, atrocious. You know, he's a long married man. How long have you been married? Um, well, How many years? In terms of just my comments. I yeah, think yeah, yeah, saying, yeah. Not yeah. pick-up lies. Yeah. I, I've been married for 26 years. 26? Wow. 25? Good Lord. 25, yeah. How long does it feel? Forever. <laughs> Come on, Donnie. Come on, Donnie. You knew I'd say that. 
I remember my father-in-law, I think the 50th anniversary, he was screaming something about 50 years. It's unnatural. Why did it, why are we together? It is the most unnatural arrangement that we all do. I've been married 21 years. I'm coming up on 12, a couple weeks. Wow. That's a long time. Look at this group. There's another bet. <laughs> yeah, my money's on bet. Lieberman. Oh, and no, then no, the no, ultimate no, bet, buddy. Uh, who dies first? Oh, who yeah. dies? Well, you guys are like 11 years older than me. Now you're yeah. 10 years older. <laughs> Zuckerman. I know who my money's on. <laughs> Who's it on? I'm not going to say. <laughs> What's up, well, let, me, <laughs> let me let me get through Pikes and then we'll. Yeah. You're going first, Lieberman. Nah. Yeah. No, no, no. Your due date's coming. The book one of us is driving near yeah. a cliff. Yeah. Johnny. It's time I'll for you be, to return it to the library. I'll, That's your I'll life, be, my friend. Uh, I'll be near a cliff your tomorrow. Your due date is up. Your due date's up. Back to the library for oh, you. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I, well, yeah. That's our show. That's it. <laughs> we have lived. Dr. Toe and Johnny Stein. Dr. Toe. <laughs> Dr. Toe, I hope you've enjoyed this special <laughs> episode of Spike's Car Radio. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio. Brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday. And be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.